Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to another episode of WA Expose, a podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Nunga Budja. Today's guest is passionate about reinventing standard jazz gigs to not only sound great, but also engage the other senses. Listeners should be prepared to fall in love with music all over again. Often known to enter the stage lashes first, their combination of multiple music genres and raw storytelling is the heart of their musical journey. He's the jazz pop fuse pianist and vocalist you didn't realise you were searching for. It's Gavin Nicolette. How are you, Gavin? I am well. How are you doing, Aria? I'm so good. <laughs> I'm so good right Is it now. full names? Aria Scarlett? Is yeah, that how I always name. refer yeah. to you or no? Is that <laughs> Do you have Is it just beep, beep, beep? Just like all of my names just being beeped out straight away because we're just oh, off to the wrong we start. We don't say our names. We've never said our names. I'm well. You're well. You. I am well as well. Excellent. <laughs> Literally the intro is me going, <laughs> I'm your host, Aria Scarlett. Like straight <laughs> Um, okay, you know how this works. Uh, I hope. Yes, I have I started ex- listening oh, to all of your episodes. That's actually the real thing that I'm doing is I'm inviting people on the podcast just to get more listens to the podcast. I loved it. <laughs> loved it. I haven't actually gotten through all of them yet. There's so many. Uh, yes, but whoever I got up to last, it's been amazing so far. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So why music? So, uh, With the shoulders. Um, <laughs> I wasn't ready for this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, it's just like leave straight away. No, I am prepared. Um, I have a witty one word response. Go because just okay, because. that's just my cause. answer. Um, yep. and then a slightly longer, better. Thank answer. you so much. I really don't want to end this podcast okay, at two minutes. Because in. <laughs> done. Uh, it's kind of because it makes me happy. Mm, it's like very selfish, yeah. I think, um, because I'm having the best time. And, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's basically and it. And no one else is. The audience is like, so mad. But the audience a good time. can or cannot have a great time if they want. Um, but I am absolutely having so much fun up there. <laughs> and I think that that translates to the audience's seats and I think they start having a good time too because they're like, wow, this moron is really liking it up there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're happy. It would be almost a crime for me not to be like at least enjoying myself a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then to make that answer longer, Mm -hmm. I then add on the word, I think, with a question mark. It makes me happy, I think, because I'm not actually sure. (laughs) Like... I like the process of like yep. practicing, finding songs that mm-hmm. I want to do, rehearsing. I love meeting other artists mm-hmm. and creating something that is not basic. Yeah. Um, just not being another boring muso who just gets on his instrument and, mm. and ugh. no, that's the not same me. Like covers that we've heard before. Yeah, I yeah. want to do something different, mm. and I love going on stage and blowing people's minds away. But then 
the whole business side of it. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. Yeah, the like self-promoting, the like open, like street view. Hello, I'm going to like expose myself for the world to see. And if you don't buy a ticket, then I and problems happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, how much of my worth gets um, do I put on whether or not that show sold out? Mm. It's like, ah, oh, okay, only thirty-four seats. 34% of those seats were taken up that night. Yeah, does that mean it's a shit show inherently? Yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, but like, I don't know. Don't well, no, know that's it. what's going through my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not saying yes, that's the answer. Totally. I would like to hope no is the answer to that <laughs> question. But you go and you're like, hmm, I've made what it costs to put the costume on tonight out of this show. Does that, is that good enough? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I... I always treat, I I don't know, I treat my life kind of like it's a business mm. and every day I want my business to make a profit. Yes. So I don't spend outside of my means mm. um, and then I've got like a, I like accounting a little bit and so that's I'll the first be, time that's ever been said. It's <laughs> like a crazy thing to say. I like it when the numbers add up and, you know, I can see there's yeah. a figure and that's a positive figure. That mm, is mm-hmm. a really good goal. <laughs> <laughs> that goal does not get met every single day. <laughs> no, but like it's almost impossible to meet that goal every single day. I mean, especially you, like yeah. if you take into account my snacking budget, <laughs> like how how can we ever meet that goal? No. <laughs> not do it. No, we can't do it. If every time you go on stage the lashes get bigger, at some point we have to go like we have to review the budget. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we absolutely have a lashes budget. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still single using your lashes? This is not going to make sense to anybody. No, 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 no. I I reuse those lashes. I am thrifty with the lashes. (laughs) You will sometimes see the same lashes at a a different show. Okay. Okay. I I hate to burst your bubble. (laughs) I just remember when that wasn't something that you knew how to do yet. And that's really exciting to me (laughs) that we are moving on up 2023. Yes. (laughs) Every year. That would have been so expensive. New lashes every show. Uh, I thought it was really expensive when you were having somebody else do your makeup before every single show. I was like, oh no, I'm not paying them enough to be here. They can't afford their makeup artists. Well, okay. From... From the accounting side, if you don't know how to do something, you outsource it. Yeah. And uh, I looked so much better when I had other people <laughs> doing my makeup. <laughs> That's not true. I will be honest. <laughs> I can I can tell the distinct difference. <laughs> and what is that distinct difference to you? I don't think you're true. I think you're lying. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I need to do so much more practice in my makeup. <laughs> Me every day. I think it's about what you take off. Yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. current thing is I'm like, I do eyeliner and then I go, these don't look the same. If I can just get a makeup wipe and make them look the same <laughs> by a process of taking it off. It's a big waste of eyeliner, but I feel like mm. it's worth it, you know? Tips on makeup. W-A-X-P-Z. That's, that's yes. not. <laughs> nobody take my advice when it comes to makeup. There are far more qualified people than I who no. just does a big wing. And no, goes, you always look amazing. That's. All the time. Yeah, I'm in full drag right now. Right now. Right now. There are no cameras there in this no room. no cameras in this room. <laughs> you wore three pairs pairs of lashes mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm, bottom, mm-hmm. which must be so uncomfortable. I know. How am I even <laughs> blinking right now? <laughs> You're not blinking. You've blinked once. You're just coming in with like full owl eyes, just like, what? <laughs> <sighs> it's a Monday. Please forgive us. <laughs> 
for everything that has been said and will be said. <sighs> We're supposed to talk about you and your career. Oh, just like yeah, FYI, yeah. that so is like the things, point of the show. Not so, just all lashes. No, not, not just all lashes. But when it comes to creating a show like Cabaret Roulette, which I um, mentioned not like by name in the intro, but by like just talking about how you've got this incredible combination of blending multiple music genres, which people already shy against to begin with because everyone's like I do pop I do jazz I do this and you're like nah no genres even exist to me so that's already (laughs) like one box that you're just like getting away from but then also you combine it with like quite raw storytelling can you tell me a little bit about that show and your experience like coming up with that idea uh so I mean it's not an exciting backstory as to how that came around damn it was (laughs) (laughs) it was really me being lazy that's usually where these things come from. Yeah. Um, and I guess I wanted something that was marketable um, and you could go and see numerous times and you would not see the same thing mm. um, because I, I wanted something that was really going to make money um, from people that like coming to support me but don't have to sit through the same show every single time. Yeah. Uh, and so this is my way of keeping it fresh. Uh, and I think the prior show to that one, I did a really like super emotional show mm. and, uh, talking about my life, blah, 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 but it was the same stories and it would get me so down every yeah. single, every single show, like the preparation, mm-hmm. just getting ready to do the show. I would be in a pretty dark place. Mm -hmm. Then I'd perform the show basically on adrenaline. And then the next morning I would be like a depressed mess. Yeah. And then that really sucked when you had to do that two nights back to back. You're like, uh, I I don't have the energy to do this. Mm. Um, So I kind of wanted to not put myself through that Mm. if I was ever to do an emotional show again. Um, but also still be able to tell my story. And so this was a way of kind of indirectly hitting that. Like mm. I've I've stolen some little stories from the emotional shows. Yeah. Uh and there's a chance it may come up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rule that <laughs> Well for those who don't know, it's literally a wheel spin to determine like what the next song is gonna be and what the next story is going yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this this roulette wheel it's got emotions listed all around the wheel and then whatever it lands on, I tell a story relating to that emotion and then play a song relating either to that story or that emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so every set is different. Uh, every night is mostly fun. Sometimes <laughs> there is some downers, uh, but I try to make it an enjoyable an enjoyable experience for yeah, everyone. You don't Even want to be when <laughs> that one night where it's like mad, sad, depressed, just like only hits. Yeah, there was <laughs> jealous, like just all of the all of the neg ones. I try to have a balance in there. <laughs> um, it was rig the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite sad. Really. One of the one night, maybe a couple of years ago, we did end on the most upsetting one, and oh, I was like, shit. "I'm so sorry, but." We live by the wheel, we die by the wheel, <laughs> and this is what it said, so we are going to do it. And it was an amazing night, but mm. uh, I guess that's what happens when you leave things to chance. But yeah. you never need to write a set list. 
Mm, uh, this is true. But you do easy. have to learn like four times the amount of material. Yes, a billion <laughs> songs. Yep. And I guess for my disorganized brain, it's mm. been kind of useful because there is no end to this show. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Like, I, as long as stuff just keeps happening to you, <laughs> you still got stories to tell. <laughs> like, great. But like, as long as new songs come out, like, oh, I like that. Like, mm. we went and saw. Um, I guess. Barbie had recently been released mm-hmm. uh, and I'd just been hearing the Billie Eilish What Was I Made For song yep. everywhere and I was in love with it and mm. like I need that in the show yep. and so learned to you know the week of the show oh my gosh I just put it in um, I had my cool. rehearsal oh and I had a backing vocalist this time which Whoa, was also very cool so fun. <laughs> I bet very hard to rehearse for. <laughs> like, ah, uh, could be every song under the sun. Could be anything. And I'd uh, like you to prepare 72 songs. You'll sing five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At most. <laughs> Depends how long I talk for. Honestly, you could just be there for one. <laughs> but we had a great time. Yeah, fun. I mean, what's the um, the workload that you sort of set yourself when you decide to take on a show like this is obviously quite immense, but not only are you going like, these are all incredible songs to my set list that I won't send Aria because I refuse to send her my set list. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. I am so close. <laughs> <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also quite genuinely, it's like you rearrange a lot of these songs to match your style and to map th- match this like jazz pop, like combined influence. So what is your process when coming to rearrange a song? We can take the Billie Eilish one or a different one that you've done. Yeah. One as like an example. Do I have a process? It's kind of very. Oh, no. It's very. Don't be one of these people down. who just do stuff. Well, it That's is. So like, annoying. I kind of hear it and feel it inside, and then I'll get on a piano <laughs> and then play things. And then <laughs> I'm like, oh, what, what if I change this chord and did this melody instead? And then it's suddenly a new song and only like real pop people would be like, what has, what have they done? <laughs> what have they done to my song? Where are the chords? Where's the melody? Uh, but I'm trying to pull things back and not mm. change melodies too much now. Uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so then the audience doesn't go, what? <laughs> yeah. So that's more, that's, that's the bit that people will connect to. Mm. And then it's like the rhythms, the chords, the, the harmonies in the mm. background, that's where it gets interesting. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I like that process of creating something new out of something that people already know. It's very upsetting that you can do it that quickly. I feel like I've done it once, once, once successfully where I fully changed the entire like vibe of a song into something completely different and did this, um, I don't know, don't, no one has to have ever heard this before, but I have an act where I do a rendition of Niles Barkley's Crazy, but as like yes. this heightened operatic piece um, that I am really proud of, but it took me so long <laughs> <laughs> to do and to create and I needed help and I couldn't do it by myself. And so to hear that you're just like, I feel it in my bones and then it's new music is just very <laughs> upsetting. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you're so good at music. <laughs> <laughs> Look, (laughs) not every time does it work out. Like I have songs that... You don't have to dull yourself. No, it's true. (laughs) There's one that I always mention in a show where I 
really wanted to do like an uplifting, yeah, this is me song. Um, and I thought, yeah, I'm going to do I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Mm-hmm. Jazz. And it was so, so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> so bad. Where would you, what do you even do with that? I Isn't don't know. it just like a perfect song? I don't is know. Is that the problem just with it? Don't touch it. Uh, yeah. It's done. Don't ruin <laughs> it. Don't fix what's not broken. Um, yeah. So not everything works, but that is part of my process of learning. Mm. And I guess maybe if I was a bit more academic about my music, I would. It'd be really under- boring. No, <laughs> but maybe I understand why things do and don't work. Mm. And then maybe I'd get faster at the creation process, but I just, I enjoy it. Mm. It's calming for me. I can lose so much time just sitting at a piano and it's only it's only when it's like really dark I'm like ooh, I don't think the neighbors are going to be happy if I'm bashing on a piano right now the same four chord progressions you're just sort of like wait no this isn't quite right and they're like oh my god can you just stop it's an e just shut up um have you ever gone so far with the song where you think you've changed the meaning of the song uh i suppose I am not very good with lyrics. That is terrible for me. I need to be – I'm Googling to see what each song is about because I, I'm not picking up on the subtlety of what interesting so you really lyrics go are off about. Of it, like, based it's on the sound. The sound alone. Like, not yeah. even – that's really interesting. Like, I went yeah. to this concert years ago, one of the first concerts I went to, and um, – my friend, we went together and she's like... Do you know like, who it was? Who are we seeing? Uh, so this was John Mayer back in the day. Okay, uh, work. All right. Like, I don't know, maybe years in the 2000s sometime maybe. Mm-hmm. I hadn't ever gone to a concert before. That's cool. I was like, let's go. And it was awesome <laughs> fun. Like, I had the best time. But as we were driving over, because the concert was... I can't remember where it was. It was like a little bit far. Mm. A little bit of a drive. Not super far. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Crucial for the story. <laughs> How long was Belfar? it? Belfar. Belfar Amphitheatre. It felt far to me. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. You can just edit this down, right? Yeah. Absolutely no. not. I I'm I'm want you to map the streets of Perth and surrounding suburbs. Okay. On so air. Great Eastern Highway. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, John Mayer, we're driving over and just chatting about, oh, which songs are you really looking forward to? And she mentions this song. She's like, oh, I love that. I'm like, yes, I love that song. She's like, oh, it's just so deep. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I just really like how it sounds. That's and so funny. Very ditzy, but. Uh, no, not ditzy. You just connect with music on like a. In a different way to how other people do it. Yeah, it's it's weird. But yeah, when I learn a song, the the words are the last thing that I learn. If I learn them, I'm still <laughs> so bad. Them. Like I have my tablet you would get on them stage. In front of you too. I know. That's really that's, funny. That's why I'm not learning them because I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll, I'll just, just have the music them. there. <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> I'm slowly learning songs. Yeah. Like lyrics, slowly. Yeah. Do you remember any of the? Do you remember any of the lyrics to any of the songs that we've been? I mean, on then. Do you know any the one that I performed as a solo that I did? I probably know most of those, but yeah. I still bring the lyrics up just in case I have a mind blank on stage mm-hmm. because then I I I don't know what to do. No words come to mind. I'm like, oh, what's meant to be there? 
And especially if it's a popular this has song. blown my mind. Well, if it's a well, popular song, other people know the lyrics and they're yeah, singing along. No, no, it's not and that. then I it's stuff like, it up. How do you? So how do you do it? No, you 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 fucked me up, dude. Like, how do you do? How do you do a song where you're like, I'm connecting to the emotion, and I'm telling you a story based on the emotion, and now I'm going to play this song, and then you go what? So then it's like. Sorry, I'm going blank. But like, like then you play a song that just lyrically might have nothing to do with the emotion, but the vibe is there. <laughs> like, what? So I guess by the time if we're talking about the cabaret roulette show, by that we point, we about anything. At this uh, point. Well, by th- <laughs> by that point, I have spent a lot of time asking people what they think it means, <laughs> looking online to see what other people think it means. The queer piano, you're like, I'm doing somewhere over the rainbow. What does that mean oh, to you? <laughs> <laughs> and every gay is looking at you like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's how it's art because it's not about me. It's about what the audience thinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> convince yourself and convince us. <laughs> that's really funny. No, I guess... Yeah, I've gone and done my research to see what other people think, mm. including the artists. Yeah. So there's lots of what have they said in interviews, where were they when they were writing, like where were they emotionally when they were writing the piece. Um, and then I kind of meld all that together, add into that what I originally thought the song was about. <laughs> Hopefully they match up. If they don't, I've got another fun story. If they do. <laughs> Have they ever been like diametrically opposed to one another? Have you ever gone like, you know, your Billie Eilish song and you're just like, and I think. <laughs> <laughs> People are like. I think it was about male empowerment. <laughs> uh, so one song that I have not really finished working on Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just been like sitting at the back of my mind for years uh which i think i i need to google more Mm -hmm. was uh message in a bottle was that sting in the police yeah uh that'd be such a good yeah you'd nail that that'd be a really good it's a beautiful song and where my mind goes when i listen to it i always thought it was about alcoholism and I don't know if I you're don't, wrong. I don't know, though. I haven't found... I don't think you're wrong. Is it? I don't think you're wrong. I don't think it's, I don't think it's like... I don't think you're wrong. I think there's a lot of layers to, unfortunately, weirdly. Like, so there's like paths. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure novel. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, yeah, it's like not like an LMFAO song where you'd be like, well, I'm pretty sure they're talking about partying and there's no other interpretation to this song. They're talking about shuffling every yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no other meaning. There's no layers to this. It's just about uh, shuffling the board game. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I need to do more looking into that song because I really love it and um, I've – had people close to me that have dealt with, mm. struggled with, and some people have lost uh, their journey to alcoholism. Mm. Uh, and I would, I wouldn't want to step on, step on people's feelings the wrong way if I yeah. completely misinterpreted a song. I mean, I guess, I mean, part of me is about to do a full 180 on everything that I was thinking a moment ago, but like if you're feeling something and it's connecting to something, at what point does the artist kind of no longer 100% own, the original artist, I mean, Mm -hmm. 100% own the meaning of it anymore as well? Like I've written 
songs where people have come up to me and like been like, oh my gosh, this resonated with me because of this, this, this and this. And I've had to just go, yes, because who am I to say that their interpretation of what I was saying or singing is wrong when it's their interpretation of something that I've released into the world. Yeah, it's out there. It's out there. Like my art is out there. You can't look at a painting and then be like, mm, it's about this. And then be like, no, there's no other interpretation you of this painting. You can't feel any other way yeah. when you look at this, <laughs> when you experience this. Yeah. 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 But like some people's Starry Night, like just because I'm trying to think of a really popular painting, is like a very happy painting for people for others it's not and that's like and there's obviously all the nuances that exist in between those two things at what point as artists do we just have to sort of go well I don't I don't own your interpretation of this thing the world owns it now yeah maybe I'm I'm happy to go with that yeah that point of view and <laughs> and uh that suits all of my future performances <laughs> And the past ones as well. But, and <laughs> after my really depressing story, I will be singing Happy by Pharrell Williams. Yay! <laughs> because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, we're going to go to break because I need a little drink. So okay, we're going to okay. stop and then we can talk about other things. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Welcome back. We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I literally paused for three seconds and now I don't know how to speak anymore. <laughs> that does sound on brand though. Yeah. Oh, straightened up. Mm -hmm. the posture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can do this. Um, <laughs> so in the second half, I always love to ask our guests like what their experience has been with the local art scene um, as a whole. And just like, obviously from your perspective, what are we loving about the Perth art scene at the moment in general, et cetera? Mm. Well, I love that it's coming back. I feel like COVID <laughs> killed us mm. and uh, it's it's slowly getting there. Yeah. I don't think we're there yet, but it's definitely feeling more alive. Um, I don't really know. I think because at the start of COVID, I went and created a couple of different businesses that were not arts related. <laughs> uh, so that Survival mode, yeah, <laughs> we all did it. And it's just taken over my life. No. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm like slowly making more time for the arts in my life again because it really does make me so mm. happy. Uh, but I'm hesitant. Like I, I don't, I don't think I can go all the way in right now. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like knowing that, yeah, I've got money coming in. <laughs> oh, what a, what a, wow, what a really 
big stance to take. I like to know that I'm going to be okay. (laughs) Which is so frustrating to me because like in high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm. Nothing. Like my mum, she was like, you can type really fast. Why don't you do computer science? I was like, sure. (laughs) And unfortunately I got in and then I like tried that and I failed because I just, I was so scared of graduating and I just didn't want to do computer science for the rest of my life. Um, and so, but in the lead up to that, they had specifically said, you cannot do music. Right. If you want to do music, go get a real job first. Mm. And I hate that right now I've kind of got a real job first (laughs) so that I can do music. I mean, like, yes and no, it's not like. With the way that everything is currently, and I mean, like, you, I mean, I'm not telling you news out of business. You've recently gotten married and stuff too. Like, <laughs> you've got it like a little nucleus family that you have to consider, like, mm, which I know sounds like something that parents would say. <laughs> you've got to consider the family. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, like, yes and no. Like, being holistic about your arts means that when you do get to do arts, you get to do it wholeheartedly mm. rather than like, when you do it being so panicked because you don't know where the next paycheck's coming from. like Yeah. And I think that was always a problem for me. I was very, like, structured. Mm. Um, like, I really liked the concept of superannuation. <laughs> <laughs> superannuation and leave. <laughs> like, you know, paid leave. That's Which is why awesome. you started your own business because <laughs> they give you those two things. <laughs> But so I was like in the corporate world tr- before trying to get a career to pr- mm. prove, I don't know what to whom, but. <laughs> but something to someone. <laughs> it was important for some reason. <laughs> and when I met my now husband uh, at the time, I did very early on in the piece say, I would really like to at some point quit the day job. Mm. And just be a musician. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, once we had saved enough money for our deposit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very mortgage, real. Yes. Um, yeah, I resigned. <laughs> resigned. <laughs> Actually, we'd saved, saved. It was once the actual loan got approved. Yes. That yeah. was when I was. I let work now. I was like, so I'm not actually returning once we get this place. <laughs> and they were they were very nice. So it was it was nice to have had their support along the way, which has helped me get to this point. So mm. I guess I'm lucky to be able to do music, do things that do make me happy, and then also be a little bit boring and have <laughs> <laughs> some normal I don't jobs. Think running as well. your own businesses <laughs> is boring. You run like three businesses. <laughs> Like music and two other businesses <laughs> minimum, I'm pretty sure. That like I that it's just you like girl bossing on girl bossing, girl bossing. <laughs> times cubed, girl boss cubed. <laughs> it's just me not putting all my eggs in one basket. I mm. think that's what COVID kind of showed me because yeah. by that point I had left all my other jobs. I was just in the arts mm. and that was like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> there are zero gigs. I do not want to teach. Yeah. Um, this choir that I helped run, we tried doing like online choir rehearsals oh, and I'm that so was sorry. oh so bad. Mm. Like we had a great time catching up, but from a musical point of view, those rehearsals did not work. We yeah. just had everybody muted and it was just me singing and playing on the piano. And everyone and else. that everyone else is joining in. Well, they're just like singing along at home. 
I hope. <laughs> I hope. I don't know. I can't hear them because, you know, there was like this big delay and so no one was in time. And yeah. so like, you know what? Let's just mute. If you have any problems, uh, at the end when Gavin's done, <laughs> raise your hand and we'll you even, redo like, that bit. No, because like, kind of the glory of being in those choir spots is that like you can hear what everyone's doing and you're like, oh, okay, the bass needs a little bit of this or like the sopranos needs a little, little bit of that. Like it's in the moment you being able to like pick out things because half the time if you're the person singing – you don't know what you're doing wrong. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. teachers and choir masters are for. <laughs> that's and I your think, job. I think that's why the, the choir from home thing really, mm. it was more of a social catch up than a choir rehearsal. Yeah. And it was nice to just see fin- friendly, familiar faces every week, check in with each other, yeah. share our minimal news. <laughs> of, I went for a walk today. <laughs> that's that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember running... Um, a rural choir from Perth who mm. they were in Carnarvon um, and the positive there was that they went under as strict restrictions as us so they would all meet in one person's backyard spread <laughs> okay. and spread out like spread out um, at this one person's house and then like zoom in to me in my room <laughs> <laughs> and even then I w- could not deal with like the sound delays yeah and I would try so hard to be like I'm listening and then I would just stand there and they'd be like oh is she froze I'm like no no I'm listening <laughs> I'm just trying so hard to listen and I can't tell what sounds coming out of what mouth and I don't know what's happening <laughs> um and like uh we will fully trash zoom here as well they don't like Higher sounds, higher pitched nah. sounds at all. They just get rid of them. Oh. Um, <laughs> because they consider it to be, and I am taking this as personal offense as a soprano. <laughs> <laughs> I take it very offensively that they considered any high pitched sound to be like a baby crying or background noise. So they would just block it. Wow. So anytime I would sing a higher note or something they considered to be too high, it would be like, get rid of her, <laughs> <laughs> cut her out. And I'd be like, oh, guys, <laughs> I'm not a baby. Uh, I mean, I'm a dramatic baby. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> not <laughs> legally a baby. Not legally. <laughs> I would like to be treated as such and here's my tantrum yeah. <laughs> to try and prove it. Uh, um, but it, yeah, look, we've all everyone's got a not so story or seventeen from that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so to say what is my current view of the arts community in Perth, mm. I don't really know what it is. Like I love the select few artists that I get to rehearse mm-hmm. with in the amount of time that I've got. Yeah. Um and I'm having a good time. Yeah. That's and you've gotten to collab with like more and more artists of late to like different yeah it's been yeah it's been really nice like that makes me feel creative and Mm. energized a little bit out of my comfort zone because every time I I work with a new person like oh my god are they gonna think I'm like I don't know not cool for (laughs) for doing all these pop and music theater and is that a rock song what is going on here but he's doing jazz And then, I don't know, I get out of my head and and meet them and they're probably dealing with their own insecurities too. And then we get on fine and it's great. And I'm like, why did I freak out? What was the need for that? Being an artist needs the subtitle of why did I freak out? Just said everything. (laughs) Why am I panicking? I need to chill. I'm as good as I can be right now. Exactly. I will get better. By the end of the day. I mean, maybe. By the end of the week. So no well, pressure. I'll just be the same. 
there's always a little bit of improvement. I always want to go forwards. Oh, musically, not in like, anxiety-wise, no. Nah, oh, <laughs> musically, I will continue to improve. Anxiety-wise, not. Nah, we're just here. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, I was not on the anxiety line there. <laughs> musically, you're always improving, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's hard to get motivated to do that when you're like, there is no end. Like, just mm. like my show has no end in the preparation for that, <laughs> my craft has no end either. I see all of these people that I, I'm i so inspired by online and they are, you know, light years ahead of me and I would love to get to, like, a midway point of where they are by the <laughs> end of my life. Yeah. Like, that would be amazing if I'm even just halfway there. It's really hard to set goals for it because like you see people and we call them like ahead or in a different place to us but like reality is also like but they're also on a different timeline yeah with yep. different circumstances because yeah. everything has impacted where we are in our little I hate using the word journey but it is <laughs> <laughs> it just seems so like middle school counselor trying to get you to like choose a career you know like <laughs> On your journey (laughs) through life, like no, but like we are always at different stages from other people, and it gets really, it gets really difficult not to like compare to each other. And then on what you just said, like either your voice or your instrument or whatever you want to call it breaks Mm. and you can't use it anymore, like your fingers get arthritic and then you can't play, or your voice snaps like Julie Andrews and you can't use it anymore. So either that happens, or you keep doing the thing until you die. Like, <laughs> what like, is the good outcome here? I we don't, don't know. <laughs> Why are we doing this? What? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gavin and I are quitting music <laughs> right immediately. Now, <laughs> immediately. God, I'm just gonna have massages for the rest of my life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to bring it down, but like, <laughs> I'm not trying. I love what I do. I do. But it's like you look at it like this big picture thing, and you go, and what's the uh, what's the end goal? And you go. I don't know. <laughs> Keep doing. It's nice. <laughs> that's this. That's the thing. I don't know. Is uh, there? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't even know what my end goal is because I just like how it makes me feel in the moment. Yeah. Um. I hope that you know something will unlock in my brain and I'll just get to the next level and the next level and suddenly I will be this super super musician who just understands everything. I don't know if I'll get there, but, you know, maybe I will. Well, I mean, <laughs> and I'm having a good time <laughs> in, in the, the meantime. Your, if your goal is, like, as lofty as being, like, if I'm not the best musician, then I'm not there yet. <laughs> I, um, I would love to tell you to just take it easy on yourself. I'm very competitive. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I've not picked up on that at all. Um, but, I mean, I guess, like, when we talk about, goals in the arts like we, I mean we did mention it didn't we like the idea of being like 100% financially secure as just an artist that's a big goal for a lot of for a lot of mm. independent artists I reckon like, but like what does that mean I don't know and in my brain <laughs> mm-hmm. in my brain I turn my nose up at having to apply for grants I would mm. love to be a financially mm. secure artist who didn't have to rely on grants income Yes. And yeah. I don't know if that's possible. 
I have no idea. I've never been successful. So, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I've tried, but I don't know <laughs> if that's even a, something that I could put on like, yes, I'll be financially independent because I'll get a grant every year. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> I've never been successful to get one. So, um, but yeah, there's so much to unpack there and we don't have the time to unpack that's okay that's that okay at all. that's a great i have not come <laughs> with a whole load of notes to this podcast today <laughs> i considered doing it because the last one we were at i'm like i brought some notes and then you freaked out because you're like i need to be somewhere in half an hour <laughs> i had to be somewhere in 90 minutes 90 and minutes. still went over i'm okay. so sorry um, <laughs> that is not a good ad but everyone should listen to queer stories on the swan where gavin and i appeared um and i was overwhelmed by your story but mainly because i was like oh, i don't remember <laughs> I didn't even prepare like I haven't prepared. <laughs> I specifically have not brought notes for today. <laughs> and thank you. That has um, been really helpful for me. And we know that this is all about me. So. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think I basically what I've learned from this is I'd have to have you back on so we can talk about what is financial independence. <laughs> like a whole different okay. topic. We can do and that. We can both sit time. here and go, we don't know. Let's get some accountants in. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you no. look so sad. I look so sad because <laughs> when you said that, I reminded myself that I haven't done my taxes yet. Oh, no, I haven't either. I'm like, <laughs> done them yet. I'm trying to get on top of things, oh. but that really adds another level of but anxiety. I guess if there are accounts <laughs> listening, I don't know if there are, but like all of my friends got bills and so I'm petrified <laughs> to do mine. So I don't want to do it. And that's why I haven't done it. Um, so unless you can guarantee me that I won't get a bill, I don't want to talk yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. If there are accountants listening who've got links in the ATO, yeah, who can get them off our back. me that I <laughs> won't get billed for existing this year, that'd be slay. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, I apologize for no. bringing up tax. We can no. just cut that out completely, I'm not right? Going to. Please do. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how the ATO finds us. Okay, it's from okay, this okay. podcast yeah. that, that yeah. like five people. <laughs> <laughs> no, not five. No, You're all great. You're I've all started awesome. listening. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Thanks, team. <laughs> All right, we have to keep to wrap this up. Thank oh you God. for having me. Um, like, do you want to plug? You know, Instagram that you don't want to talk about. Do you Instagram, plug it? sure. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Gavin Nicolette. I that's am. That's not what you're on Instagram. That's as. not what I am on Instagram as. But I'm a jazz pianist, and so if you combine Gav with jazz, Gav Jazz, <laughs> that's my Instagram handle. G-A-V-J-A-Z-Z. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, I also have a TikTok, but I, I did one one thing maybe last week for the first time in a very long time. Let's see if I ever do another TikTok. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All of Gavin's social media you'll find in the show notes today. And like always, if you like this podcast, like, subscribe, um, do all the things that I tell you to do every single week. Thank you so much to those who do them. Um, and if you have any questions, you can send them to waexposepod at gmail.com. And we'll ask our next incredible guest. Thank you so much, Gavin, for Thanks joining for me for this me. chaos. <laughs> <laughs> WA Exposé is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Exposé. It didn't work. Hang on. You're, you're fine. I think I just need to adjust my mic because I realise I'm slouching. Oh, no, adjust this. it. Pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. Hey. And then I'll stop slouching. Oh, look at the posture. Hey. hey. <laughs> 
Oh, and the unzip of the jacket, which I'm it's really on. hope people heard. Really hope people heard the puffer jest. Puffer jest? Puffer jest being unvac. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 